0: Hello, hello, good afternoon, and thank you for joining, you know, that show called On Air with Russell of Hotels, that live hospitality talk show that everyone's talking about. Hey, thank you guys so much for joining. Today is, um, what is today? Today is, I'm sorry, I wasn't going to be on that shot, that uh, slide yet. Today is Tuesday, September 12th. Uh, as you can see, the backdrop is Long Beach, visit Long Beach. So if you have any questions about Long Beach, go visit longbeach.com. Uh, But I'm live in L.A., but just the information, the backdrop is about Long Beach. But I'm about to come back. I'm going to do the intro, and then we're going to get into the show. This is show number 221, On Air with Russell Off Hotels. Uh, I got some information to go over What's the significance of September 12th? Okay, I'll let you know in a minute. Okay, right after the intro. And I want to give someone a quick shout out. You may have seen who I'm going to give the shout out to already because I made a mistake and didn't change my slides. But that's okay because we're going to get into it in a minute. So be patient. I'll be back with the intro. I'm excuse me. I'll be back after the intro. And um, so I'll be back in two and two. Who said two and two? Think about that as well. And I'll give you something to think about. And I'll be right back.
1: Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome
0: your host, Russell Edmond. Hello again, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels, live hospitality talk show. Appreciate you guys joining. Today is Tuesday. Once again, it's Tuesday, September 12, 2023. As uh, show number 221. can't. I, I got to pinch myself every time I say 200. I didn't remember when I did my first show. Now I'm in the 200s. Come on now. Everybody, can somebody give me a shout out? You know, raise the roof or something. Anyway, no, I'm just joking. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining on air with Russell of Hotels. This is a live hospitality talk show. It's live on YouTube and it's live on LinkedIn. Okay, so that's the only place you can get me live. Now, the replay will be on these same two platforms as well as Facebook and Twitter. So, but that's the replay. On this show, the live show, you can make comments. You can say, Hey, you can say where you are shouting out from, you know, wherever you are, you know, just kind of give me a little, you know, say, Hey, what's going on? Like I see miss and I posted this just a while ago and it it looked just like this. So I'll just put your comments on the screen. The chat is open. This is all about the experiences. That's miss Cheryl Rogers. She's in Walla Walla, Washington. She's doing, I, I believe it's a fam trip. And Walla Walla, so thank you so much. I appreciate the shout-out from Walla Walla, Washington, and appreciate the shout-out from you as well, Cheryl. So thank you so much. Uh, safe travels, and have a good time, and tell everyone I said, hey. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> before I get into it, let me, you know, I got a brand sponsor. I always got to give a shout-out to the brand sponsor. That's the Level Hotel Los Angeles downtown there on South Olive. Uh, they do You know, they do a lot of things well, but uh, a long-term stays is what they really do well. Okay. Stayinglevel.com is the website. Use that promo code ROH23. You get the code or you get the rate that I would normally get, right? So it's not going to be free. Everybody's like, what about the free 99 you always talking about? Well, no, you're not going to get a free room rate. Okay. So no, it's going to be, it's going to be discounted, but it's going to be the same rate that I would get. So there you go. And like I said, it, as far as long-term stays, like long-term stays, like a week to 10 days or something like that, that will be ideal for the hotel because they, and the reason why I'm saying that is one, the square footage is a lot bigger than your typical hotel, right? There are one and two, three bedroom suites start off at 700 square feet, a typical room, just so you know, typical hotel guest room is between 300 and 350 square feet. And I may be generous for some hotels, uh, But yeah, but they have full kitchens. They have washers and dryers. They all have balconies. How many hotels can you say all of them have balconies? Every room has a balcony, so you can't say, "Oh well, I got a, I didn't get a balcony, and he got one." No, no, no. All of them have balconies. All of them have uh, full kitchens. All of them have washers and dryers. So that's when I when I say long term stay, it's good for those. It's good for any night stay. I mean, if it's a one night stay, that's fine. But if you're there longer, it's a great place to, to hang out and kick it. And it's downtown. It's not too far from Crypto Arena as well as the Convention Center, L.A. Live, all the things to do in downtown L.A. It's not that far at all. So thank you so much, Craig, for the rate. Appreciate that. And once again, thanks, Cheryl, for the quick shout out from Walla Walla, Washington. And like I said, I just wanted to show that again because this is how – if you say something or make a comment, because we're all about engagement here. So I want the engagement. We welcome the engagement. That's what it looks like. The whole world can see it. Okay. Uh, before I get into it, I want to wish a happy birthday to my sister. I asked what was the significance of September 12th. Well, today's my sister's birthday. So thank you so much, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So thank you so much for uh, what you do for us, for me, the family. Uh, we love you. Um, Marsha, okay, this is the, the picture right here with all of us. That's my brother, and that's my sister, is my grandson. So we um, went to the game, right? We went to the Charger game on S- Sunday, right? So she got the tickets. Now we've been doing this three years, right? So three years we all get together and come for the football game. Well, we first started, we were on the fifth level, okay? So Marsha's gotten progressively better, okay? So we started on the fifth level as far as you can be. OK, it's a good thing they have that huge screen or we wouldn't even know who, you know, who was even playing. But we kind of worked our way down and now she got the hookup on the second level and the, and the tickets were dope. So thank you so much, Marsha, for- <laughs> the great tickets you gave us uh, that you got for us as well. So, and I told her the other day, I said, there's no going back. Okay. Once we get to this level, there's no going back somewhere else. Okay. We can't go to the third level. No, we can either stay on the second level or we can go to the first and then to, to a, and then into a suite. So, but we're not going back to where we were. So, but no, thank you so much, Marsha. Appreciate it. And happy birthday and enjoy your day. Quick shout out to Mr. Er- Ernesto Alonso. Why am I giving Ernesto Alonso a shout out now? Ernesto works. He's a senior sales manager at the Sheraton universal. Okay. Him and I used to work together. I was a director of sales and marketing there and he was back then he was a catering manager. And hopefully. I mean, it's a good thing he got smart and said, you know what? I'm through with this catering crap. I'm gonna get in the this, in this sales. Okay. That's the way to go. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know if he said that, but I always talk to him about being in sales, but now he's in sales. Okay. So I'm glad that he's there. Uh, but this is, that's not the reason why I've given him a shout out. The shout out. The reason why I'm giving the shout out is this. He called me a little while ago. Now Ernesto is, um, he's a big proponent of social media. Okay. So, and he did something that I don't see a lot of sales managers do. Okay. in fact, I i would be hard pressed to say the last time I saw a sales manager do this, you know, they take advantage of the social media, right? They take advantage of LinkedIn and post things, right? So last week he went to a, a, um, a conference, a HPN conference, which was in Tampa, Florida, I believe. And before he went, he announced that he was going there, that he was going to be in attendance. So who else was going, make sure you come by, anyone from HPN, make sure you come by to booth number, I'm just going to say 200, and come say hello, right? So he put that video out, let people know who he was, where he worked, basically where he was going to be, uh, how he can help you, all that kind of stuff, Right. And I thought that was dope, okay? Because a lot of people don't do that. I always say this: do something. Look at what your competition is doing, and do something that they're not. And they're definitely not doing that. So, Ernesto, you know, I got to give you, you know what? I got to give you uh, an applause for that because, uh, first of all, you're paying attention to what I'm saying, right? <laughs> okay. And but you're not just paying attention; you're not just listening and watching; you're actually doing it. You took it to another level today. So if you guys don't follow Ernesto on LinkedIn, make sure you follow him because then that way you can see the, the video that I'm talking about that he did. That he incorporated, uh, you know, Universal Studios is right across from Universal Studios. Universal, Sheraton Universal is right across from Universal Studios. That's what I'm trying to say. So he incorporated that with the video uh, and a lot of the things, the services that the hotel has. It's a four diamond um, hotel. I mean, so he incorporated all those different components into the video that he did. And the video's not that long, but he hit some key points. And bottom line, you, now you know her, who Ernesto Alonso is. Okay. So I always tell people strive to be salespeople. I always tell this strive to be the, the face of your brand. Why not? You're a brand in your own right. Okay. But you, he happens to represent. The Sheraton Universal brand as well, but it starts with him. People are going to buy him before they start thinking about the Sheraton Universal, right? They see him in the forefront, okay, and they say, "Oh, okay, I know Ernesto. Ernesto does those videos, and he's a senior sales manager, and he, he maybe he can help me with my group, you know. Let me contact him, you know." And then the secondary is the Sheraton, okay? It's a beautiful hotel, okay? It's a four diamond hotel next to Universal Studios, okay? We got all of that but Ernesto is the person you need to talk to. Okay. In order to get there, you can't talk to the Sheraton. Sheraton is not going to talk back. Okay. You're not going to get that warm and fuzzy feeling or that professionalism from the Sheraton, but you will get it from Ernesto, right? All because he put his business out on social media. And this is a good thing. Okay. When you put your business out for, for brand purposes, uh, for your business purposes, it's a good thing. And he's doing a great thing. So, Shout out to you, Ernesto. So thank you so much and continue to do what you do. I appreciate you. I, I watch you. Um, and I, I appreciate the phone call. So he reached out to me and, and wanted me to make sure I saw it. I would have saw it anyway, but I don't know if I would have saw it before the show. So I uh, thank you for doing that because, like I said, I, I, I give credit where credit is due or give people flowers when they can smell them. Okay, you know what I mean? So there you go. But thank you again, Ernesto. Appreciate you. Okay. Now you guys know every, you know, show I I have a topic or whatever, topic of conversation or discussion or whatever you want to put it. I used to call it industry news, but now it's just stuff that I'm talking about, right? Things that I'm sharing. And before I get into this, um you know, the strike in LA is still going on. The 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 employee, the hotel employee strike, the union strike is still going on, right? I know I have not talked about that. In probably several weeks, but it is still going on. It has not been settled by any stretch of the imagination. And from what I understand, it's still a long way apart. So don't think that the strike is gone because a lot of people are not talking about it anymore. The media is not covering it like they were before. So, But it is still going on. So I just want to make sure um, before I get started here that I mentioned that the strike in Los Angeles the employee union strike is still going on okay planning an event or a meeting these are tips for saving some money okay so you guys know I do hotel site selection right so everyone doesn't go through me i wish they would but everyone doesn't go through me but i but i always give people tips on what they should do right First and foremost, of course, yeah, utilize Russell of Hotels, you know, his leverage in the hotel industry or hospitality industry where his relationships, he, he can leverage relationships that he's had with countless hotel people as well as, whole, you know, different hotels throughout the United States, right? And in Canada as well as in the Caribbean and Mexico as well. So, and also I, I plan a couple of things, I'm, I forgot, in Europe, uh, specifically Italy and Greece. So, I mean, you know, you can utilize my services, or but if not, that's okay. You can, uh, you can partake in these tips, right? You can take advantage of these tips that I'm gonna give you now. I had about 15 tips, but I, I narrowed it down to about 10. Okay, so be patient with me. It's okay. We're gonna get through it. And any questions at all, please feel free to, you know, say something. Say, hey, I don't understand that or, you know, explain that a little more, whatever the heck. So we're going to get into it. Number one, off-peak timing. Schedule meetings during off-peak season or days of the week hotel rates are often lower during these times and there's more flexibility in negotiating rates. That is so true, right? So a lot of people want to, everybody wants to come on the weekend you year go to Vegas on the and want to plan something on the weekend. Well, a lot of people are going to Vegas on the weekends. So that's why you get a lot of higher rates at certain hotels, the rates would be a lot higher, right? The same for, you know, Los Angeles, let's, let's say um, in the summer you're going to the Sheraton universal, during the week, well, it's the summer, so weekends are always going to be higher, but even some some of the days during the week could be high. So ask the hotel, what is your off-peak time? We want to have a group, and let them know your situation, right? I want to bring a group to your hotel during these days. Can you tell me, is that a good time, are there... Are, or are there days that are better suited for groups, meaning the prices are a little lower? They will let you know if they want your business, they will let you know, like, hey, this week um, and be flexible. Right. And I think that's one of the ones. But I'll, I'll get into that. But um, they'll let you know, like, hey, well, this day won't work, but this day will or this week will work. You know, what I mean, Monday, Monday through Wednesday will work better for your group because. Uh, We don't have any groups, but, you know, come in Thursday night, we're going to have a lot of groups in. I mean, they will let you know if they want your business. And hotels job is to stack groups on top of other groups. Right. Um, Like, say, if one is taken up, you know, um, Thursday through, you know, Saturday, they want one Tuesday and Wednesday. Right. Check out on Wednesday. Another comes in on Thursday. They want things stacked on top of each other. Okay, so that's what hotels want to do. Sometimes they don't have that luxury or, you know, but they do want that. Right. So but off peak timing is important. Right. Don't try to book when everyone else is booking. okay? because it will it will go against your it will go to your benefit if you do that. Right. If you if you go off peak times, meaning go when the people aren't going just like Vegas. Right. People want you to come Sunday through Thursday. Right. They don't want you to come Thursday through Sunday because that's when it's busier and the rates are going to be higher. Okay. In Vegas, Sunday through Thursday are the slow times. So make sure, or like in, in, in Palm Springs, although now Palm Springs is not as, um, the rates are not as low as they used to be in the summer, but they're still lower. Right. So if you're just trying to save a couple of bucks, do that. Okay. I'm, I'm telling you that's, the, that's the way to go. And I always tell my clients this too, even if I'm handling everything for them, I always tell them that because this is what I'm going to look for because I want them to save money. And that's the that's the name of the game. Try to save money. Number two, be flexible in your dates. If possible, have flexible dates for your event. This allows you to choose dates that align with lower hotel rates and availability. Okay, don't just be set on these particular dates. Try to be as flexible as you can. I know sometimes corporate business or corporate groups can't do that. Because, you know, the CEO or the or whatever, the board of directors says, hey, we have to have the date on this date. This is it. There's no flexibility in these dates. I understand that. But what happens if those dates aren't available? Then what do you do then? So you have to be flexible. Right. So make sure when we're planning these meetings, be as flexible as you can. I always ask for at least two dates. Right. If that one doesn't work out, maybe this one will. And I'll ask the hotel, say, hey, what? Where do you need? Where do you have holes in your schedule? Where do you need group business? Hotels need group business. They want group business. Okay. I asked them, you have a good sales manager that sales manager will tell you so, but be flexible in your dates. Number three, RFP, RFPs. That stands for requests for proposals and bidding. Send out requests of, uh, send out requests for proposals, RFPs, to multiple hotels to compare pricing and packages, encourage hotels to compete for your business, compete for your business. Are you serious? They do that. Yeah, they will. So we have, you know, most meeting planners are people to do what I do. Hotel site selection. We have a platform that we use that we do one RFP and we can send it to multiple hotels. Okay. At the same time. Right. So we can send it to in a matter of, you know, 10 seconds, you know, it, it, as long as it takes me to do the RFP, I can send that to, you know, well, they limit how many hotels you can send it to. Let's say I can send it to 10 hotels in one destination at the same time. And if it's, you know, different destinations, I can do the same thing for the different destinations. So you can do that. And, you know, you let let the other hotels know because the hotel, I mean, the um your hotel contact will contact and you and say, hey, um, did you get the, we got the RFP? Did you get the information we sent back to you? Yes, I did. Um, What other hotels are we competing with? They want to know that if they don't ask you that, then shame on them. They're not doing their job. Right. They need to know who their competition is, who they're up against. Okay, and maybe they need to lower the rate. You know, that gives you some negotiation right there. Right. But it's a give and take negotiations, a give and take. But make sure you let them know who they're competing against. Okay, it could be the hotel across the street. You just never know, right? Because remember, every hotel has a bed. Most of them have restaurants. Um, They all have the, you know, uh, well, we have, you know, 300, you know, thread count sheets or whatever. Who cares? Okay. Everybody got that. All right. So the difference is the people, okay, is who you're negotiating with. Okay. That's the difference. It's the people. That's the difference in the hotel. One may have a different name on the sign. Okay, that's fine too. But it's the people that are going to make the big difference. But just make sure that you let them know who you're bidding against or what other hotels. If you send it to, you send the RFP to as well, right? So, um, so what I do, I send it out to my clients. Send out, send an RFP. The the client gives me information. I compile the RFP. I send the RFP to multiple hotels through the system that we use. We get things back. Once we get them back, um, you know, I look at it and compile it for and, and kind of put everything together for my client. And then that way they can see, you know, who, who who who's compared to who. OK, this hotel has this rate. This hotel has that rate. And, you know, then from there, he or she will ask me like, oh, hey, what do you think about these hotels? You know, the rates are kind of the same. Which one would you, you know, choose? Sometimes it comes down to that. If it, if it's a rate, if all rates are equal, then that's when they start asking me for questions. They ask me questions about what do you think about this hotel versus that hotel? And why do you like this hotel? What's the pros and the cons? So it's my job to know all that stuff, right? You know, and I, and I have to do my homework, right? But it normally comes down. I'll tell you this, it comes down to the relationship that I have. Who, who do I have a relationship with? That's who it will come down to. But let's just say I didn't have any relationship with anyone in this particular market. Let's just say it was Long Beach, right? The person do who may or may not, well, probably will get the business is the one that asks the most questions about the group. They're they're more communication with me, right? They'll call me. They're not just sending notes and messages. They're picking up the phone and calling and saying, "Hey." Hey, Russell, um, I saw the RFP. What is your client saying about the rate? Do you think we're, you know, what do we need to do to get this business? You know, they'll let you know what they, that they want the business and no one ever calls you. Then there's no way there's going to be a relationship bid. I mean, a relationship built. Okay. So, So this goes out, this is not just for the people that are planning the meetings. This is for the people on the other side, the hoteliers, the hotel salespeople. Make sure you're communicating with the people that you're sending, that are sending you the RFP, that you're, you know, sending back a bid and all that kind of stuff, or your proposal. Make sure you're communicating with them, because this may be the first and only time you even know who they are, you know, that you've met them, and you only met them via this electronic, you know, system. So reach out to them because we want to hear a real person on the phone. We don't just need to hear get an email. What separates like I said, what separates one hotel from the next are the people involved. Just saying. So take that for what it's worth. Number 4, local catering options. What is that all about? Consider using local catering services or exploring off-site dining options, especially if the hotel's catering services are expensive. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, there's minimums. Oh, we got a minimum of $20,000. Well, you know, that you're going only going to spend $10,000. Okay. So sometimes you need to look at other options. You may use the hotel for the group rooms, but and maybe the meetings, but you can venture off just to see, or just price things out. You don't have to be committed just to the hotel. hundred percent. If the hotel rates are too high for whatever your budget is, look at some other options. Maybe, you know, offsite catering or an offsite restaurant that has a private room that's, you know, big enough to accommodate your group. I mean, there's a lot of different options. So don't just get caught up in what the, the hotel and their prices, you know, look for other options if the, if money and budget is an issue. Okay. Number five, limit extras. Minimize unnecessary extras like elaborate decorations Or excessive swag. I mean, okay, all right. Focus on the essentials that enhance the the event experience. Yeah. You know, concentrate on that stuff. You know, all that other stuff, the swag and whatever, you know, maybe put more money in the AV part of it. You know, you want maybe, you know, the Wi-Fi. Make sure there's no glitches and things like that put your money in those things that are going to make that experience a lot better because a lot of these meetings are, they can be hybrid meetings, right? They're not just, they can be people that are there in person and they can be still people that are doing the hybrid situation where they're on the video or they're watching video from home or from their home offices or whatever. So you want to make sure that there's no glitches and things like that. So instead of doing all those little extra things that you used to do, you know, the, oh we, you know, we got these little giveaways and you know, uh, we got some swag to give away. well, Maybe put that into the cost of the AV, you know, maybe a bigger screen or maybe, you know, a a bigger Wi-Fi, you know, whatever, you know, bigger, more bandwidth, you know, so it doesn't glitch and all that kind of stuff. So there's ways that we can do that. So just make sure we're looking at that. We're minimizing all the crap and, you know, throwing in the, um, you know, things that you really need for the meeting. Number six, attendee registration fees. If applicable, meaning you don't have to do it, but, you know, if you can do it, consider charging attendees a registration fee to cover some of the event costs. Offer early bird discounts to encourage early signups. I mean, some people do that. Some people don't. Uh, maybe this is more like a uh, maybe an association or maybe a fraternal group or something like that. Uh, corporate groups, I'm sure that, you know. They wouldn't do that because that's more, it's a corporate mandated thing and they're not going to charge in their people to come to a meeting. But if it's like an association, if it's a, like I said, a fraternity, sorority kind of thing, yeah, maybe you can do that. Those are things, and that money can go towards, you know, because every you know, fraternity, sorority, they, you know, they give away things for, you know, for the toy drive, you know, they do once a year. Or they're feeding the homeless or whatever the heck it is, that can go into their general fund you know what I mean? The money that you collect for that. So, I mean, it's just an idea, right? So there you go. And I like that idea. Don't you guys like that? Um, <laughs> so we're on number seven now, and these are, what are these? These are, you know, planning, this is saving money. So if you're planning an event, this is ways you can save money. Okay. So, uh, planning hotel based meetings can be cost effective with some strategic choices. Here are some suggestions to your clients to save money when planning their events. So that's what these are. So I'm at seven. I got three more to go. Uh, but you can also reach out to just me, Russell of hotels, and I'll take care of all that for you. You ain't got to even worry about it. Okay. But of course I got to get people options, right? So number seven is transportation options. Choose hotels with easy access to public transportation or airports to reduce transportation costs for attendees. You know, choose an airport property that has transportation to and from yet they don't have to get a Lyft or an Uber. Right. So that cuts costs because people sometimes depending on if this is an association or whatever, people have to dip into their own funds. Right. And sometimes they don't want to do that. So be considerate of that. Right. Don't have something. If you know, everybody's paying for everything you know be considered of that don't have you know a meeting in the suburbs is like 30 minutes from a from the airport and you know the bulk of your people are flying in um have something close to the airport if not at the airport a lot of airport properties they're very nice right LAX they got very nice properties at Los Angeles Airport right so Um, and there's, there's, they have that consolidated transportation that you just get on for free and it takes you to your darn hotel. So there you go. So just look at those things, especially when you're trying to cut costs and, you know, you're not trying to be in everyone's pocket, like, Oh, they should have it. You know, you don't know. Okay. So it's best to just try to, you know, give people options. Okay. So there you go. Number eight. What about sponsorships? Seek sponsorships from relevant companies or organizations to offset event expenses in exchange for exposure and branding opportunities. Depending on what it is, like, say, if you're throwing this big, you know, um, hair show, you know, different styles of hair and all this stuff. Well, who would who would be a good sponsor, you know? some of the products, you know, the, the hair care, the shampoo products and all that reach out to those companies, those organizations, or like if people are cutting here, like, you know, who makes the manufactures the scissors and all that kind of stuff. I'm just throwing that stuff out there, but that's what I'm talking about. Right. Those could be sponsors for it. Just, it just depends on what is the conference that you're putting on. Okay. But you know, there are sponsors that go that, that will be aligned with that. So Look out for them, you know, and you can be as creative as you want to be in order to save money. Number nine, we got two more early planning. (sighs) I mean, I I wish people would do this. Okay, early planning, start planning well in advance to secure the best deals and assure availability at your preferred your preferred hotel. Hotels are not waiting forever for you to book. Right. They're taking everything that comes in. Hotels are getting leads all day long, every day. Right. And they're going through those things and they're, You know, they're sending out RFPs or whatever. So don't wait to the last minute. Don't think your group is the only one or the most important one to that hotel. It's not. I hate to tell you that. I know you like to think it is, but it's not. There's many groups that want to go to certain hotels to a lot of different hotels. Right. So early planning is the key. And first of all, you're going to get the cheaper rate the earlier you plan. The later you plan, the rates are gonna keep going up. A hotel room is a commodity. Even a meeting space is a commodity. If it's not sold this day, it, they lose money. So they're gonna try to get as much as they can. It, it, you know, you know, they're just, just they're just gonna try to get as much as they can. That's what it's gonna. That's how it works, right? And the more you wait, the higher the price goes up. It's just common sense to me. But sometimes I, I deal with some groups, and they like well, why is the price going up? Or, you know, they're doing things on their own, right? And I always give them that advice, like, hey, make sure you plan early, be flexible in your dates, you know, things like that. And they're never flexible in the dates, and they never plan early. And the ones that wait till the last minute to plan pay the most money. That's just it. I have sports groups that do the same thing, notorious for that. I don't know why. They're spending more money. And it's groups, this is rooms only, right? But these sports groups, they will call me at the last minute. Like, when's the when's your event? Also in two weeks. Why don't you tell me like when you know that this was going to happen six months ago? Why did not you tell me six months ago? I said, you guys love spending this money. I still do. I still help them. Don't get me wrong. But it's costing them money. So plan as early as you can. As soon as you know, that's when you call me. OK, call Russell. Hey, I got the dates for this group. Um, you know, can you help me? Yeah. Send me the information and then let's go from there. So to me, it seems easy. It's a no brainer, but I get stories all the time. Right? Oh, they wait till the last minute. You know, they pay this when they probably should have paid that, you know, whatever. And I just like, okay, well, I, I, all I can do is give them the information, but you know, if they don't want to take it, then that's up to them. Evaluate post event. Where is that? Evaluate post event. After the event, conduct a post-event analysis to identify areas of cost-saving improvements in future meetings. So, after everything is done, you want to make sure, you know, where can we cut costs next year? So, maybe we paid too much for the room rate because we took too long to uh, decide that we're going to use this hotel. Or we it, we took too long to decide that, you know, that we needed to move forward on this, right? So, Timing is of the essence. And I would say that's the most, you know, that's where you can cut the cost the most plan ahead. Meaning you got that. You have the dates. As soon as you get the dates, you can plan a year out if that's what you need to. Some hotels will actually let you plan further out than that. So it just depends on what it is, how big it is. Um, But yeah, a year out is is great. Twelve months. Yes. Do it. Don't wait till if you have the information twelve months out. Why do you plan it six months out? That doesn't make any sense. You're just going to lose money. That's six months of other people booking into your space. Okay, let's look at it like that. As soon as you find out, contact your Russell of Hotels and let him deal with the hotel stuff. Let him put the RFP out. Let him do that. You don't have to worry about that stuff. He will give you the information, right? You're not the one going around searching for it. He will help you out. So there you go. So those are those 10. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you moving forward. Be intentional, make decisions and take action on what's important to you. Be you be representative because your representation matters. It matters to me that I do this show, that, that I bring information that's out there, you know, just like this, um, these 10 steps to saving money. If you're planning a meeting, right? I'm trying to be intentional about what I do, what I say, who I am, you know, that kind of thing. So, and hopefully, that you know, this resonates with someone and all I need to do is resonate with one person out there. Okay, That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to reach that one person. You, right there. That's the one I'm trying to reach. That person that just raised her hand. That's what I'm trying to reach. So. <laughs> oh, That was a good one, right? Uh, <laughs> people may ask, what else do you do? You know, you talk about all this stuff. Like, what do you do, Russell? I'm the brand who helps your brand, right? So my job is to Make your brand be visible. You know, make your brand look good. Um, I do, I'm a hospitality personality. Can't have a show and not be a personality. Content creator, this is all creating content. Uh, I help uh, assist sales managers, you know, training for sales managers as well as general managers on the sales process because a lot of them don't understand the sales process, what they should be looking for. What is their responsibility on that? Because sometimes we don't, you know, we... You know, they don't know what their responsibility is because they've never been in sales and that's fine. But, you know, what reports sh- should they be asking for? What should they ask their director of sales? What you know, are they responsible to give to you? And you know, a lot of times GMs don't know that. So uh, and a lot of times hotel salespeople not sure what they should be doing, you know, as far as how to find business. starting in your backyard. What is the backyard? What does that even mean? I mean, you know, little little terms like that. And it's not as hard as we make it out to be as far as being in the sales process. This is just about being out, accessible to your guests. um, I mean, or your clients or being out there. Let people know what you do. And with social media, it's easy for us to let people know what we do, who we are, what we do and how we can help. We just don't do it. But Ernesto Alonso is changing the game. Okay, I just talked about him a little while ago, right? He's changing the game, so that's what you want. You want a sales manager that's not afraid to be the the voice, the face of your organization. You don't you 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 want that. You want people that are like that. You don't want people that are just back and trying to be. They don't want to be seen. They don't want to be heard. No, 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 no. We don't want that. We don't want salespeople like that. We want people that. Want to get out there, make things happen, shake the trees, see what falls out. That's what we want, right? So, anyway, ooh, that was a good one, right? Um, who's your best brand advocate? I always ask this question, and um, man, those are hurting my ears today. I don't know what what it is, but anyway, um, did I tell you I lost my other glasses? I I can't find my. I'm, well, no, I know I lost them at a hotel. I'm in a lobby. You know, I was there. Uh, And I called them to see if I left them in there. Because, you know, I go to hotels all the time. I hang out in lobbies, I take pictures and photos and videos or whatever. And I left, I think I left them like on the vanity in the bathroom. Right. And I left, you know, like two hours later, I figured out I didn't have them with me. And I called the hotel they hadn't uh, received them from like lost and found hadn't received them. So I have to call back and see if someone had turned them in. So, but anyway, so now I'm dealing with the glasses I have now, but anyway, I don't know why I jumped on that, but I did. Um, Who's your best brand advocate? You are. Okay. I just gave you a couple of minutes to think about that. You are your best brand advocate. If you're not excited about what you do, no one else is going to be excited for you. Okay. I'm telling you people, They thrive on other people's excitement. They see you're excited. Oh, I'm going to be excited, too. If he's excited, oh, yeah, great. But if you're not excited, you're like, like, yeah, I do this little thing called Russell Hood. No one's going to be, no one's going to listen. No one's going to watch, okay? So you have to be excited. You have to show that enthusiasm. you got to be the one shaking the pom-poms, okay, whatever that means, okay? So you have to be excited. Just like, uh, uh, I'm going to use him again. Ernesto Alonso, right? He's the one that's doing the video, right? He's the one that was excited. He's the one that showed the enthusiasm on that video. So I'm like, I'm going to book at that hotel. The next group I have, I'm going to Ernesto to say, hey, I have this group. You know, what can you do to help me? Because I love that energy, right? It's all about that energy. So be your best. You're your best brand advocate. You're the one that's advocating for you, who's advocating for the brand that you represent. But just remember the brand starts with you. Okay, boom. And what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? Man, I'm getting back in this again. Right. What are you doing to keep your brand relevant? So Ernesto used what? He used LinkedIn. He used social media to keep his brand relevant. I do the same thing. Right. I use this platform. I use on air with Russell off hotels. I do a daily check in. I do postings of hotels that I go to. That is my job, right? That's what I do to, for hotels or for destinations. I want to make sure people know what my brand is, Russell of Hotels. My brand, it helps your brand, okay? Keeps your brand up, you know, front and, uh, you know, on uh, top of mine, if you will, okay? Keeps it relevant, stays relevant, I get excited when I'm representing the brand. Right. So that excitement is not just about Russell of hotels at that point. It's about Russell of hotels and who he's representing. Right. So, you know, the level hotel, you know, I'm excited about when I talk about the level hotel, because that's one of you know hotels that I represent. So there you go. Right. So what are you doing to keep your brand relevant? Use social media. Like I said, um, I use, I post as well. I do reels. I do, um, what do you call it? TikTok. I do TikTok. I'm starting to do more TikTok videos. TikTok is huge, right? It's not just about, you know, hopefully you guys aren't still on that same kick. Well, this is just kids dancing and doing this, a dance challenge or whatever. Okay. Maybe it is. Why not do a dance challenge for your hotel? Hey, is that going to get noticed? Uh, I think it probably will. Right. So, Nothing is out of, you know, with social media, nothing is out of the ordinary, right? Nothing is out of the realm of possibility, right? That you can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. Things can still be done professionally, okay? You just got to have some fun. That's the thing. People want to see you having fun, right? So whatever social media platforms that you use, just use them. I'm not, I'm not saying you got to use all of them because I don't use all of them. But there's a you know couple of key ones that I use, YouTube, LinkedIn. Uh, And I also use TikTok, but I use Instagram as well, but I don't use them all the time. Right. You never want to get in bed with one brand or one platform because you can be canceled from one platform if you do something wrong. And I'm speaking from experience here. So that's why I do not use just one platform. I use multiple platforms to say the same message so I can do one. I can do one video, but I'll use put that one video on multiple platforms. You're already done the the hard part, right? The easy part is, is posting on multiple platforms. So there you go. There you go. How do I increase social media engagement? Be consistent. Ernesto, be consistent. You know, and he's being consistent. Like I said, he he went to this, he let people know that he was going to this trade show. And now that he's back, he's sending something, he sent something to them, those same people. And he made it exclusive for the people that he met with. He didn't make it for the masses. He made it exclusively for that, the group of people that he went to see. I thought that was fire. Okay. I thought that was fire. (laughs) He made it exclusive. Okay. So be consistent, whatever, you know, social media you're using, um, engagement, just be consistent, add value. Okay. Make sure you're, you're reaching that one person that you need to reach to add value to what you're doing, right? Someone is someone is looking at this video or video that Ernesto did and said, "Hey, he resonated with something. Something he said resonated with me, right?" Or I'm showing this video, like, "Oh my God, that's the Western Long Beach. This is the okay. Just so you know, what this is this is the the pre space for the meeting room, right? You are your brand. Yes, Ms. Cheryl Rogers said something very." Good, very well, very good. I don't know. Um, she said, "You are your brand." Yeah. If you don't think you're the brand, you're crazy, right? People will buy off on you before they buy off on anything else. And Cheryl's out there on. She's on YouTube. Okay, Miss Cheryl, I didn't rec- recognize that you're on YouTube. Okay, very good. So we got people on YouTube, people from LinkedIn that are chiming in. We appreciate you. So this is a pre-function space. For the ballroom, okay, you see how much space they have. So you have options to put your your meals out here, or or your 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 breaks. You know, your coffee break, your your tea break, your your cookies, or whatever, everything out there. Is, or, or your food and everything, and they can bring it back into the to the meeting room, right? So, I wanted to show that because that's important. You know, nothing nothing beats good uh pre function space. You know what I mean? Especially when you do a lot of meetings. And I have a video or pictures of what the meeting space looks like too. So, so consistency, be consistent, add value, and be authentic, okay? Be you. As you can see, this is the, the meeting space. So that pre-function space is a pre-function space for this ballroom, okay? And you can see there's outside natural light at the West End Long Beach, okay? Who doesn't want that? Okay, let me see something. Something just happened. I never saw that before. Hmm. Okay. But anyway, uh, you know, don't don't worry about it. It's something that I was dealing with that I'm looking at. So and be authentic. Right. So be consistent, add value, be authentic. What does that mean? Be you. Don't try to be someone else. You know, if you're not funny, don't try to be funny. Okay. (laughs) If I came on here and I started being too serious, you'd be like, I ain't listening to this dude. Who is he? You know, he ain't serious. He ain't that serious. You know what I mean? So just be you, right? Be consistent, add value, but stay authentic because people can see through the, you know, if you're being fake, people can see that. And we don't want that. We don't want to turn people off, okay? And tools that I use to do all this, basically, I use various platforms. I think I mentioned it already. Don't sleep with one platform or don't get too used, don't get too comfortable with, it, with using just one platform. Spread it around. So that's YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, um, TikTok, Twitch, whatever the heck you use. Make sure X is it, was it, what's the new one? The X used to be, oh, Twitter is now X, okay whatever that means. But, um, but yeah, just don't sleep at one use multiple ones, but I'm not saying to use all of them at the same time. That's I'm definitely not saying that who's hiring. Okay. We're getting close to the end and I always make sure I have a who's hiring section. Now, these hotels are greater Los Angeles area. And the important thing about the jobs that I mentioned on here. They're within a week old, meaning they're no more than like four or five days old. Some of them are from today. They're posted today. But I won't post anything that's over four or five or basically five days because who wants to get in? Who wants all that smoke? You know what I mean? You probably couldn't get in anyway. Right. So these are new positions that are open. Hampton Inn and El Segundo, they're looking for a director of sales. Hotel Per LA, which is in downtown Los Angeles, they're looking for an assistant director of finance. Hotel Figueroa, Hotel Fig, they're in downtown LA, they're looking for HRD, which is a human resource director. Uh and then Courtyard Marriott LAX, they're looking for a DOSM. You know what? I opened that property as a director of sales. Did you know that? So I had to post that one right. So yeah, the, their first DOS was me, okay? I opened that property. Boom. There you go. So I'm, I got a, you know, I'm pretty fond of that property. I see Stacy. Let's see. Hey, from the HMT, got the Gallardo's hooked on ROH. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Jenny and Mark, okay, out there in Hemet. Oh, get, hey, from Hemet. Okay, the HMT, is that what they... <laughs> Is that what they call it? The HMT? Okay. Live from Hemet. Okay. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate anybody that's listening that that will listen to me or or even watch me. Okay. So I didn't mention this, I don't think, but this is a podcast as well, right? So you can actually take me on the go. So it's not just a video thing, video show or a live hospitality talk show. Well, it is a live hospitality talk show, but you can actually, you can do the video part where you can see me, or you can just, um, what is it? It's on Spotify. Just go to Spotify on air with Russell of hotels. This edition or this episode is 221. So give me like, I don't know, uh, to the end of the day to to post it. But yeah, this is a podcast as well. So, but thank you so much. Thank you, Stacey. Appreciate it. He was just here. I showed the picture. I'm not sure if you just jumped on, but um, gave Marsha a, a shout out for her birthday. <clears throat> so I appreciate you and the Gallardos there. Hey, Mark and Jenny. Hope you guys are well. Thank you guys so much. They're from Blythe, right? Everybody's from B Town. So, but they live, you know, they moved out of Blythe. So there you go. So they moved out of Blythe to a bigger Blythe. Okay. <laughs> No, it's not. is not. It's, it, yeah, that that no. That's no. I'm just joking. But anyway, uh, but they did move out of Blythe, right? But him it is his, him it is not a bigger Blythe though. Blythe is his own thing. Okay. Uh, let's see. We're almost done here. R O H the three P's. Oh, I forgot to mention. Okay, so I normally mention the non-meat eats too when I do the who's hiring. I mention you know Nami eats restaurants that I went to. And, okay, I've been craving some Ethiopian food because I love Ethiopian food. So, and they, they have a lot of vegan choices, right? So, we get this vegan platter and they got the injera bread. You know, injera bread is it's like, it looks like a tortilla, but it's, but it's spongy, okay? And it has like a kind of a sour kind of taste. And you rip it off because they don't eat with utensils, okay? You eat with the injera. So, you tear it off and basically... Oh my God. You talk about experience. It's a great experience and the food was dope. Okay. It's spicy. I love that. So yeah, Rosalind's in little Ethiopia, which is on Fairfax in Los Angeles. Okay. So I hadn't been there in probably about two or three years. And um, I was just, you know, I was jonesing for some Ethiopian food and Stacy was in town and we said, I asked him, gave him some choices. He said, oh, I like Ethiopian food. We can do that. So I said, "Okay, we're there." So we all went. So it was good, though. Yeah, Injera, Roslins, and in Little Ethiopia. If you're ever in Los Angeles, but there's yeah, Little Ethiopia. They have probably about six restaurants, and I've been to probably all six of them. Um, but for whatever reason, I end up we end up going to Roslins. I don't know why. I think because they stay open later. I don't know. I think that's what it is. But they're all equally as good. Okay, but. Uh, We went to Roslyn's the other day, and it's a good choice as well. So, anyway, we're about to end here. So, ROH is three P's: purpose, passion, perseverance. Purpose: know why you do, know your why, right? Know why you do what you do. I mean, I do this because I want people to come on and and see that, um, you know, that hear me talk about hospitality. You know, these are the the things I talk about are all based on my experiences, right? The thirty years, the uh, fourteen different hotels, and 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 that I spent in, in, you know, in my career and just all the things that, you know, that I know about the this industry. And I love having people come on, talk about how they got it in the industry because no two people got in the industry alike. Right. I always say that. And it's always true. So, in fact, I have a guest coming up in a couple of weeks, but I'll we'll talk about that. I guess next Monday, next Tuesday. I'm, I'm sorry. Next Tuesday. And that's Jana. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's next week. Next, the nineteenth, Jana Divine Hospitality is going to be on. She she does training for uh, like guest service, uh, restaurant, you know, servers and things like that. So it's going to be dope. It's going to be fire. Uh, she brings it all the time. So she's this will be her second time on here. So make sure you guys. I'll send out promos before before we get to Tuesday, but know that next Tuesday, one o'clock PST. Jana divine Hospitality is gonna be on here and we're gonna talk about, you know, what are we missing in hospitality? What's going on with training? Why aren't we able to hire people? What's going on? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I I need the answers to, right? So um, but yeah, so the purpose is, you know, to share my experiences and other people can come on and share their experiences as well. Uh it's a way to promote your business as well. I mean, I've been talking about the 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 Western Long Beach for the last hour, almost 50 something minutes. So, and this is their ballroom. I just talked about that a little while ago. So this is a good way to, you know, to promote hospitality or to, to promote your hospitality brand as well. So that's the purpose. Passion, either you have it or you don't. What should you do if you don't have passion for what you're doing? Get no, nothing? You should do something else, okay? <laughs> do something else. If you don't have passion for what you do, just go do something else. And number three, perseverance. Be consistent. Continue to evolve. Don't give up and swerve when you need to. Now we don't, you know, people, oh, I'm pivoting. I had to pivot. No, we don't pivot here. We swerve, okay? We see the crap in the horizon and we like, uh, I'm not going there. I'm going around it. I'm gonna swerve around it. I'm not gonna get in it and then now what only thing you can do is pivot, right? Once you get in it. No. See it for what it is and go around it, swerve around it. So we swerve here, okay? Um So don't give up and swerve when you need to. So that's it. I think that's it. Let me see what else I got to go. Okay, this is the Western Long Beach. I'm coming down the escalator, right? I'm going to show you guys, as you can see, a pilot checking in, you know. Uh, they have a market right there. To the left is the elevator going around. You can see to the right, you can see the front desk area. Um, and then we're going to move through the, the restaurant area over here. You know, it opens up into the lobby. So the bar is going to be kind of to your left as well. So that's part of the restaurant bar right over there, lobby. And then to your right, is going to be more seating. Boom. And then out the door. Boom. So that's the West End Long Beach, right? So, um, I love Long Beach as a destination, it's very walkable, a lot of bars, a lot of, you know, if you want to do, you know, you got a lot of these groups, these corporate groups, oh, we want to do a bar crawl, meaning they want to go from bar to bar and, you know, get their drink on. You can do that in Long Beach, right? Because it's very walkable. They have a lot of clubs. They got, you know, I mean, a lot of food. I mean, good food scene. Long Beach has like, I have like a list of 12 vegan restaurants. I've only been to maybe three. So I got, you know, I got my work to do. Okay. Okay. So yeah, they their food scene is dope as well. Um, so if you're into vegan or non meat eats like I am, okay, Long Beach is a good destination. And you like to drink, you know, Long Beach is another one too. I like to eat more than I like to drink, okay. So, but Long Beach is good, and it's not that far from me. So it's like takes me like 20 minutes to get there. So you know, whatever, I'll, you know, for a good meal, I'm gonna be there. And especially if it's free, somebody else is buying. Oh, I'm there. But uh, and then it's 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 on the it's based on it's a it's a water city meaning it's it's on the bay there's a bay a marina um, the Queen Mary's there so there's a lot to do in Long Beach right so don't sleep on the LBC summertime's in the LBC you guys know that song anyway uh, <laughs> uh, let me just end it with this uh, the Level Hotel this is my, like I said once again my sponsor. Um, use their promo code ROH 23 to get the rate. If you're downtown LA, you need a place to stay. Why not level hotel? What the hell downtown South olive staying Just use that promo code ROH 23 and boom, and never, you know, never miss an opportunity to talk about your brand. Let people know what, who you are, what you do and how you can help them. So this is just a, uh, backdrop that you know i i made and just has russell of hotels and all the things that i do right so never be afraid to let people know what you do right especially if you have a platform just do it just go for it so follow me on linkedin if you don't instagram youtube make sure you you subscribe to my channel uh my website is russellofhotels.com You can email me, you can, um, what do you call it, DM me, slide into my DMs, whatever the heck that is, slide into my DMs. You can do all that stuff. But anyway, thank you guys so much for joining On Air with Russell Of Hotels. I thank you so much. I thank Stacey for coming on. I thank Cheryl for coming on. I thank the the Gallardos out there and the HMT for coming on and watching. Uh, You're always more than welcome to join, okay? You can always come in, you know, make your comments, whatever, ask questions, because it's all about, you know, the engagement. That's what I love. I love answering questions. I love, you know, putting people's information on the screen, you know, like that, you know, where you can let people know that people can see your comments in real time. I appreciate that. So and that's what it's all about. Right. It's all about engagement. It's all about welcoming people on the show. So that's what I like. That's what we're going to do. That's it. So anyway, you guys have a great day. Let's get this started and we'll see you next week. Peace.
1: Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time. Try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.